Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. There we go. What's going on, Facebook? What's going on, Twitter? Great day today, November 11th. Um, Veterans Day, right? So first and foremost, from all of us at Belly Up Fantasy Sports uh, and Belly Up Sports in general, um, Thank you so much to the brave and selfless men and women who have protected our country and who are currently protecting our country. Um, we know, or I know that we, we probably much thank you every day, but especially today, a huge thank you. Um, and then also uh, got to give a big shout out to my brother-in-law, Master Sergeant Sergio Manessis. So thank you so much, brother. Uh, I appreciate you. This is Belly Up Fantasy Live. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, Ryan? Thank you for everyone who tuned in tonight for our Week 10 Belly Up Fantasy Live show. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Pinto. You can always find me at AggieCapaSig on Twitter, on social medias. With me are my boys, my co-hosts, my brothers, at Real Ryan Hicks, Senior Fantasy Analyst and Lead Writer for Belly Up Sports. And Gotta get our boy at Belly Up Tom, the hottest dude, the hottest takes out there, senior fantasy analyst and NFL department head. Guys, how are y'all doing tonight? Good, missing Billy. Yeah, missing Billy, but hey, we're here, we're still rolling, and uh, I believe he's back next week, right? So, yeah, yeah, he is, man. Uh, we all texted Billy. Uh, for those who don't know, Billy works at 3M, so pretty big, pretty important company uh, out in Iowa, and they're making these N1 or the uh, they're making the big time mask, and they're making a lot of things uh, helping out uh, the nation. So he is a huge guy over there. If y'all don't know about that, go check him out. Billy Witt at 3M in Iowa. Um, just check it out; you'll enjoy yourself. Uh, but guys. Today, Veterans Day, we're talking Week 10 football. Uh, Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, thank you to all of our veterans yet again, guys. Um, You know, 
I, I can't say enough about it. So we're just going to move on because I could talk all and on, on and on about it. But right now, before we go into Ryan's live read that he gives me every week, guys, I'm going to brace yourselves. Brace everything. Winter is coming. Uh, maybe not so much in Texas, but winter is coming. The real thing is, though, man, I do miss Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm a huge Game of Thrones guy. I love it. I watch it constantly still to this day, but just not the last season. Uh, but what the writers of Game of Thrones didn't tell you is that Bran was actually in a wheelchair because he didn't trim his balls with Manscaped. Ryan, you're rocking the you're rocking the the tighties on your head. They're super comfortable. They just don't have a hole for you, but I, I like it on your head, right? They're soft, silky, smooth. Um, the poor guy, man, he wanted to trim his balls with a traditional razor or hair trimmer. Couldn't happen. Don't do it. Everyone at home, it's getting close to Christmas time, the holidays. Get 20% off and free shipping with your promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use BELLYUP promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Join the Manscaped movement, guys. These products are snow joke. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) All right. Let's go into these Week 10 matchup, guys. The first matchup that we have is the oh, Thursday first. night. Oh, first. golly. I, moved. I was too busy talking about Manscaped. Let me get this hot fire intro in, guys. This is what everyone tunes in for. So here we go. <clears throat> it's Week 10, and it's no time to get silly. We're going to have to do this one without Billy. We missed the beard, but he's here with us in spirit. So if he showed up. With your fancy, oh, so if you showed up for fancy advice, when well, you'll hear it. Don't bench the studs, don't start the bums, don't grind your teeth down to the gums. Just listen up, we got your back. Here's free advice so you shouldn't start Dak. <laughs> Hurtful. And if you know what's good, it's AJ Brown. All right, right. And, we, <laughs> and we'll form a smile where there was a frown. This week was assembled. For the quarter three, it's Chris and Tom and Ryan, you see. We know our stuff and we can't be beaten, so fill your cups. I hope you haven't eaten. Because we will fill you up right to the brim. Our knowledge is fat and our lights aren't dim. We are bright and we're glowing. We shine like the stars and our ceilings are high, like higher than Mars. Damn, that's good. So gather around and turn up your and turn up the noise because you know it's rocking. When you're hanging with the boys. So tell your friends, tell your wife, and just we're all just living our best fantasy life. Now, enough with the intro. Let's cut to the chase. If you're tuning in, you're at the right place. And if we're missing Billy, don't worry, don't fret. The dragon returns next week on that you can bet. Love it. Love it. All right, all right. So now we will go into the Thursday night game. Colts versus Titans. AFC division rivals, the five and three Colts go to Nash or go to Tennessee to see the six and two Tennessee Titans. Man, we were just talking about this pre-show. Both these defenses are gonna be pretty good, right? But Colts have been pretty lights out. The Titans have been good. Uh, Colts have given up only 18 touchdowns, and the Titans have given up 26. The yards are, you know, pretty spot on with the Tennessee Titans giving away about 404 and the Colts giving up 308. The quarterbacks in this, though, I mean, we could talk about Phillip Rivers and how bad he is, but let's just talk about this. Last week he was quarterback 28. He's quarterback 27 on the year. Tom has been on this dude 
and his arm is terrible. He's a, it's dangling. It's barely on there. It's serviceable. The real question is to me with this guys is the running back situation. Free Jonathan Taylor touchdown. Come on. You're it's a, it's a three-way split between Hines, Jonathan Taylor touchdown and whichever other guy they got that day, right? Wilkins, whoever it is, it's ridiculous. Jonathan Taylor last week, the running back 26, scoring 9.4 points. He goes against the Tennessee Titans, who are the 20th worst against, or the 20th best against the run. So not that good, right? Running back 19 on the year. He should do something if the offense allows. And then I'm going to skip a lot of stuff and just go on to Ryan, our guy, Johnu Smith. I'm going to let you talk about HAB, but Johnu. Feed this guy. Jesus, come on. He's the tight end seven on the year. Going up against the second worst defense against tight ends. He needs to eat. Ryan Tannehill, feed Johnny Smith. That's all I need to talk about this game because I'm just so frustrated with my Titans right now. Yeah, I'm curious to see if the Titans can enforce their will on this. Let's be real. This is an excellent defense. So will Henry get what he needs to be getting? Uh, is AJB, because uh, again, I keep talking about AJB being matchup proof. I actually don't think he needs to feed Janu. I think he needs to feed AJB. The guy isn't getting the target, the target value that he should. Uh, I'm really avoiding Indy because I don't know which receiver is going to be the guy. I'm, I'm with you on JTT, but it is weird because they fall behind. Nihon Hines is going to be the guy that I think is going to be getting so many touches in the passing game. If you could figure out which one of these tight ends is going to be the tight end that's going to be the guy, is Burton going to be running screens in the or running QB keeps in the red zone again? Is Ali Cox all the way healthy? Because he was the guy earlier in the season. For me, I do think the Titans are going to win. I wouldn't go the over on this game because I do think it's going to be a bit of a battle. But uh, I am, uh, I, again, I'm going to be starting AJB no matter what. I'm going to be starting Henry no matter what. But outside of this, this is going to be a fantasy matchup I'm going to avoid a bit. Tom? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Indy's defense week in and week out and how elite they are in pretty much every aspect. Uh, I mean, running game, you're not it's not going to happen. Passing game, it's not going to happen. Quarterbacks don't succeed. Running backs don't succeed. Um, you know, tight ends, receivers. Nobody actually is successful against Indy. I'm curious as to see if, you know, can Derrick Henry actually beat out DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, Justin Houston, these this big front you know front six front seven that they run there in indy um so i I do think it's going to be a grind of a game um i hit the under on it i hate doing that but i I think it's gonna be a low scoring game a lot of chewing clock um my biggest concern though is jtt i know you're big on him chris but i mean these last two weeks have been rough uh you know obviously you know early in the season he was uh you know rolling strong but Week six, only 11.5 uh, fantasy points. Week eight, 3.1. Slight comeback last week to 7.4. I mean, it's not the type of numbers that you want to see when you're trying to start a guy, even in a flex position. I want to see more consistency. So, um, I mean, you know, I, I would fade JTT this week against, uh, even against, you know, the Tennessee defense, which is good, not great. They It seems like they've started to get together over the last couple of weeks. But The one thing I want to just add real quick is, like, I forgot who mentioned Trey Burton and these quarterback keepers, one-yard touchdowns. Let's stop getting – like, there's the cuteness has got to go away in this game, right? It's got to get down to the nitty-gritty 
I mean, the Tennessee Titans defense coached by Mike Rabel is no joke. So I don't think they can get cute in this game, a division rival game. Hopefully Trey Burton stops scoring these one-yard touchdowns and whatever they want to do backyard football, give the football to the Badger. Ryan, I saw that you had your hand up. Yeah, it's not a good thing when your coach has to come out and say, I still feel like Jonathan Taylor's a good running back. Like, don't say anything. That's not a good thing when you come out and say that. Not confidence-inspiring. No. Well, that rolls us into the next game here. Washington football team going into Detroit. Washington 2-6, Detroit 3-5. I don't know. I felt like Detroit was going to be a little bit better this year. I guess that's kind of what Detroit feels every year, but it never really seems to happen. But uh, over under 46.5. Um, you know, to be honest, it's another one that I'm tempted to hit the under Washington's defense is actually pretty impressive. Um, so I don't necessarily see Detroit having a huge game here. I think that they could really get shut down pretty good. It's going to come down to what can Washington's offense do if they can really eke out a win here. Um, I think the big one for me is, uh, it's Antonio Gibson week. Detroit has Mm. the worst defense against running backs when it comes to fantasy Antonio Gibson is going to go off this week. I'm talking 100 yards, touchdown, easy, with another 40 yards receiving it at least. I, I mean, that's that's pretty conservative, I think. Um, you know, with that being said, it looks like Alex Smith might be getting his first start since November 2018. I mean, it's it's sad to see what happened to Dwayne Haskins here. I don't know that you want to be the next, uh, you know, Washington quarterback to have your leg run over by a steamroller, but that's what it seems like. Again. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris, what are you thinking? So, man, this game is going to be pretty crazy because at the beginning of the season and prior to the season, you guys knew know how low I was on Antonio Gibson. And I'm like, I'm never going to talk about this guy. I'm going to talk about Bryce Love, right? Love Street, let's go. Whatever running back they have, and now week 10, we are talking. I am talking about Antonio Gibson as well. Um, the running, He's my running back 11 on the week right now uh, at Dynasty at Fantasy Diehards, Ryan. Um Last week, he was the running back 16, only scored 12.5 points. Obviously, he's going up against a pretty good defensive uh, front. And then the linebackers of Jamie Jamie Collins, Gerard Davis, and Christian Jones, man, they're no joke. But Gibson is something that we haven't seen. He's almost Alvin Kamara-like. Um, I guess Tony Pollard would be the better comp. I guess they're the same person, if you would. But running back 15 on the year, 105 points, like Tom mentioned, the wash or the Detroit Lions overall this year have been the worst against the run, giving up 35 points roughly to running backs and 243 yards. So, if Gibson is the guy and he should be the guy because he's beginning to increase workload every week, he should eat this week. So, I like Antonio Gibson week 10. Uh, sorry to everyone who listened to me about Bryce Love prior to this. On the other side of the ball, I'm going on TJ Hawkinson uh, because Billy's not here. So I got to speak about the Iowa Hawkeye guy, Hawkinson, man, going up against the 27th worst fantasy defense against tight ends, giving away almost 15 and a half points and 185 yards. Come on. John Bostick, Holcomb, and Perry Lewis cannot hold TJ Hawkinson this week. TJ Hawkinson was a tight end five last week. I've got him as my tight end two this week. Let's go, TJ Hawkinson. 
Ryan? Yeah. For me, obviously Gibson is a play. I am concerned about the fact that McKissick is getting so much work in the passing game. Uh, that's the only aspect of Gibson's game that has kind of uh, gone down with everything else going up. So I'm curious to see if McKissick continues to get all those third down pass downs. Uh, if he's going to get 10 plus targets like he has been lately, that is very strange. But to me, yes, Gibson is the guy I want. I also like F1 just because I think Detroit might score early and Washington's going to have to throw. And Alex Smith looked a little bit better than anything they've had this year. So uh, to me, Logan Thomas is also a curiosity, along with obviously like you were talking about Hawk enough. Also, I want to see Swift this week. This is going to be a tough defense. Can he boost his passing game output? Uh, but this is not a game over under 46.5 I struggle with. This is not a game I'm going to be focused on so much again, just because I don't think there's that much talent outside of a few guys. But Hawkinson is a guy I'm very interested in. Gibson has kind of been chalk for me in my DFS lineups lately because he's so cheap, and he does have a safe floor. So for me, though, this is not a fantasy gold mine like the next game we're going to be getting into, unless you all have something to add. All right, the next game is Houston at Cleveland with an over-under of 52.5. Smash the over. Watson is going to be a big play in DFS. Fuller and Cooks are both options at wide receiver. More so, I'm interested on the other side of the the, uh, ball, even though I do think Houston wins this game. I want to see how Austin Hooper is going to be coming back from that appendectomy. Nick Chubb is back, baby. The guy's floor is pretty safe. I know that Kareem Hunt kind of screws with the ceiling, but as far as floors go, Chubb is a monster. I think Chubb and Hunt are both startable moving forward and can both continue to be RB1-type players. But this is interesting because this game is going to be extremely high-scoring. Unless Baker pulls some Baker weirdness, I want all of this game. I'm going to smash you over. Give me Deshaun Watson and DFS this week. Tom? Yeah, I mean, Houston's defense is pretty weak. Uh, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of strengths. They're not, like, worst in the league, but they are not far off in many measures. Um, So for me this week, I think – Hunt's still going to have a big week, even with Chubb being back. I think you're working Chubb back into it a little bit. I think you still have Hunt as the the main back this week. Um, And then on the other side, I think Higgins as well in the receiving game is going to have a big week. I think he had a slight off week last week uh, against Vegas, but I think he comes back this week. It seems like he and Baker have gotten a bit of chemistry going and kind of a flyer, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think it have a, a solid week uh, here. I think Landry is going to get the majority of focus, which it seems like that's you know what most people have been doing. And then these young guys, Higgins and Peoples-Jones, are able to kind of go off. Um, for Houston, though, uh, I do think Fuller, uh, you know, Cleveland has the fifth worst defense against receivers. Will Fuller week, uh, I think he's going to go off for at least one, one big touchdown, uh, you know, and then some – thinking and dunk catches here and there to, to boost it a couple points. Love it. Will Fuller and PPR. I'm loving, I'm loving it right now. McDonald's style, this guy, because last week, if y'all listened to us, we show, or we told you, Will Fuller has been lights out in September and October, but in November, December, he has yet to catch a touchdown. And we told y'all last week that he would catch his very first touchdown in November in his career. And what did he do guys? He was the wide receiver number 13 with 21 points, a touchdown last week and over a hundred yards. Love it. Love it. Tom. Love it. Like you mentioned the fifth worst defense against the pass. These cornerbacks, Warden Mitchell, 2.4 on the unit grade, but they haven't been playing lights out. That whole rest of the defense is pretty banged up and they're on the field a lot. 
their offense is turning the ball over a little bit. Baker's been, you know, Baker, right? More commercials than he does have touchdowns. So there's that. But, man, yeah, Nick Chubb comes back. He is my running back 10 on the week. But Kareem Hunt is my running back 12. Y'all know how much I love my boy Kareem Hunt uh, on the field. That's it. Kareem Hunt, football player, fantasy football player, give me him all day. Running back 11, 124 points. The Houston linebackers last week were essentially practice squad guys and defensive linemen, excluding Cunningham. This week, you got the same guy. You got Nate Orchard out there now. Older guy, a little bit of veteran. Nate Orchard, Adams, and Cunningham. The linebackers are not that good for Houston right now. They're getting ran over. So I think Hunt has a good day. I think Chubb has a good day, right? The Texans are also giving up 11 rushing touchdowns per game, which is almost a league high. So they're not thriving. Hunt, Chubb should be thriving, right? And do y'all have anything to add to that? About thriving, anything like that? Oh, I got one thing to add real quick, though, about thriving. Come hashtag prop up, uh, prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Use promo code BELLYUP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus when you make your first deposit of 20 bucks or more. So download the Thrive Fantasy app today. Why not? Free 20 bucks. Let's rock and roll. Speaking of rock and rolling, we're just going to move on to this, right? <sighs> Division game again. The Buccaneers who were straight up embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Jeez. Jeez. Versus... The Panthers, the Teddy Bridgewater show. <coughs> Excuse me, I just choked up about that thing about how bad I was last week on the Buccaneers, Tom. We're not going to talk about last week. We're moving on this week, right? But we can text message each other. That's <laughs> Keep it off air, right? At least for me, whatever. <laughs> but... I'm just waiting. Waiting for my turn. <laughs> Carolina, man. Giving up 25 points per game. Tampa Bay giving up 23. Last week was a bad, bad week for Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, the quarterback, 32.4 points. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Mike Evans, he had a pretty good week, right? No. Wide receiver, wide receiver 44. Um, you want to talk about Gronk, my guy? Gronk? Wide re- or Tight end number 33. 1.2 points last week. Embarrassing. I'm not even going to talk about the head case on that team that uh, I've sunk myself in with. That we'll have to see what happens at the end of the season, Tom. <laughs> but on the opposite side of that, Matt Rule's team has been looking really good, but with their three and six record, really weird, right? Teddy Bridgewater, Tom's guy, quarterback six last week, killing it last week. CMC shows up, running back number two. He's played how many games? A handful of games? And he's scored, what, four points less? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Four points more than my guy, David Johnson. Silly. CMC, golly, man. Just, I hope he plays this week. On the, on the pass-catching side, Robbie Anderson. Quietly, quietly. The wide receiver number 10 on the year, guys. He's caught one touchdown, and in PPR formatting, he is the wide receiver 10. Crazy. The Matt Rule Temple connection is there. Teddy Bridgewater, I'm sorry. I am cheering. Straight cheering 
for the quarterback that's right behind you. We'll talk about him later. And then Ian Thomas, you know, he's been Ian Thomas, but he's out there for a lot of the snaps, 65% of the snaps. So you got to love the volume that he's getting. It should come around at some point if you're trusting the process. That's all we ask you to do. So trust the process on Ian Thomas. Ryan, what do you think, man, about this game? I don't know if trusting the process worked for Philly, man. Uh, what I think about this game, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Uh, Brady is going to eviscerate this defense. He does. Here's the weird thing about Brady, okay? He doesn't lose two in a row. It just doesn't happen. Uh, when he has a clunker like that, and here's the thing, that the guys he's playing with, these are good players. This is not an untalented team. Gronk isn't used to losing. Brady's not used to losing. Uh, A.B. was just getting involved. I think Brady eviscerates this defense this week. Uh, he's a really solid DFS play. I think Gronk scores. I think A.B. scores just because just to rub it into everyone's face. Uh, I bet even Evan scores. I'm curious to see if CMC is healthy, but I'm fading Carolina because I think Tampa Bay's defense got so embarrassed last week, even more than the offense did, and they're a good defense, so they're going to come out swinging. I do not like Carolina. I think it's going to be a blowout even though I'm not the biggest Brady fan. I mean, Tom and I have talked about this multiple times about the GOAT. Uh, the thing is, Brady is one of the best of all time, and what he's one going of. to do to this defense. Yes, one of. I'm, that's where I'm at right now. And I, he's, It's fair if you want to argue he's the GOAT. I'm fine with that. But the argument isn't settled. Here's the problem. He doesn't lose two in a row. And if CMC doesn't play, this game's going to be over in the first quarter. If he does, it'll be over in the second quarter. Tom? Uh, so for the record, CMC, it sounds like he's out this week. Uh, from everything I'm hearing, he's it might not be much beyond that, but he is out for at least this week. I'm not going to lie. I just dumped CMC. Uh, I, we talked about it this week. I think I got some good value for him. Um, I love the trade. Yes, we'll find out. Yeah. but I, You got Hunt. I got Hunt, and I got uh, Tyler Boyd. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. So I, I think it was good value, but regardless, uh, CMC down to – Mike Davis, if somebody made the mistake of dropping him in your league, pick him up. That possibly still on waivers right now. So um, go check. Uh, Going to be worth picking him up. Um, Brady, hmm, Brady looked bad. <laughs> looked bad last week. That was he looked fifty seven. That was some Cam Newton before the game is what that happened. Was, that was some Joe Flacco on the Jets play. Mark Sanchez. I don't have I don't have his exact total for last week. Anyone know what Joe Flacco scored last week? Because I have a feeling it was more than Tom Brady. Give me one second, I can pull it up. Perfect. I don't watch the Jets just out of principle. Neither do I, but I know that it was probably more fantasy points than Tom Brady got. Um, but, I already got 2.4. I can tell you that right now. Cause I have that memory. Yeah. It burn, it's burned into my mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, we want week nine, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco from see. the New York football jets. Space man, Dave, Wright, man. Always hooking it up with the spreadsheets. So we got Joe Flacco. Scroll on over here. You're going to have to go pretty far down to get to Joe Flacco. I mean, well, I mean, Joe Flacco definitely outscored Tom Brady. He's the, or he's the quarterback number 18, 20.5 times 10 Tom Brady. You could take the Jets quarterback over Tom Brady last week. 
Oh. All right, I'm going to end my rant on Tom Brady. He sucks. He's not the GOAT. No, I'm not, he doesn't actually suck. He's not the GOAT, though. I'm sorry. He's just not. Um, the point of he doesn't lose two in a row, I mean, that's been fairly true for his entire career. I don't know. This year is an anomaly, and I would not put it past him losing a second game in a row here. I mean, that was his biggest blowout of his career. Um, but with that being said, also, you're talking about him eviscerating the uh, Carolina Panthers. They have one of the tougher passing defenses in the league. You could make an argument for Leonard Fournette uh, or Rojo or whoever you know is going to lead this backfield in Tampa this week to have a great game because Tampa has one of the worst running uh, defenses. But against the pass, they're not bad. Rasul Douglas, I hate to say, the Eagles got rid of Rasul Douglas. He's playing ball right now. He's playing ball in Carolina. Um, so – I don't put Tom Brady at the top of my list this week. I'm fading him even on a revenge game. This year is just too weird. And I, I have a gut feeling he's going to struggle this week. I mean, that's a pretty hot take there, Tom. It is, you know, and we're all about hot takes here. And that's why we got Hoff sauce. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. BetFred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the BetFred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Handcrafted with farm-fresh jalapenos and habaneros, Hoff's original Hoff sauce has gone on to win numerous awards and gain international recognition. Hoff and Pepper always strives to create sauces and seasonings that enhance flavors with balanced heat profiles. Every one of their handmade products is manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and is naturally vegan and gluten-free. And by the way, this is a veteran-owned company, so check out Belly Up Sports on Twitter, on Facebook, we're doing actually, I believe, a giveaway of some Hoff sauce. Uh, so check us out there. Um, like I said, these guys are veteran-owned. That's an awesome company. Uh, and while you're at it, use code BELLYUP to get 10% off of your order at hoffandpepper.com today. Love um, it. Boys. Uh, uh, well, our owner, Mike Brown, says he uses it pretty much, or he uses the rub at least every day on his grilling. And then there's oh, yeah. apparently a really good smoky taste to it. We didn't win the contest, but we'll get some here soon. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't win the contest. We need we need y'all's help. We need you to share us on Facebook, on Twitter, on uh, – make sure you check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, I um, Apple Podcasts, any of that stuff. Make sure you check us out. Throw us a like. Share it. If you know anybody that listens to fantasy football, just throw us out there to them. If they listen to us, great. We really appreciate any help anybody gets us. For sure. Um, but with that being said, we're moving into the next game here. Uh, Jacksonville, one and seven going into Green Bay, six and two, over under 52 points. 
I know you guys are going to talk about Green Bay. I think we know a lot about what to to play here uh, from them. I'm going to talk about one position here, and it's the Jaguars quarterback position. <laughs> right? I want to hear you talk about this because, Tom, I mean, golly, Gardner, breaks my heart. what is going on? It breaks my heart. I don't know. I don't know what the Jaguars ownership is trying to do. If they are trying to tank for Trevor or what it is, I, I don't even think that's the answer for them. They got a whole lot bigger issues. Con, uh, I don't know. Minshew is still out though. We talked about before. Uh, right thumb injuries, throwing thumb, had multiple strained ligaments and multiple fractures in that thumb. Uh, so. Still being out, that's fine. It sounds like Jake Lutton going to get the start again. Luton Lutton, I don't even know. Played okay last week, uh, over 300 yards, but one touchdown, one interception. He's not costing you the game, I guess. But it sounds like they're not necessarily going to hand Minshew the starting job back when he gets back, which to me is crazy because the guy was – he's playing good ball. Yeah. I mean, it's – Jake Lutton isn't the answer here. If you're not handing the starting job back to Minshew, you were specifically telling me at least, and I'm sure a lot of other people, you were specifically trying to tank this season. And I think that that's going to sit wrong with a lot of people, especially a lot of the fans down in Jacksonville. Not that there might be very many of them, uh, but, <laughs> you know. Um, Marco, I I didn't get the free Bud Light, but, hey, that's fine. I'm – if Minshew is starting, he is rolling as my starting quarterback. Uh, Minshew ain't shit. Marco, we'll have a conversation about his stats. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's uh, – Lutton, if you're going to play a quarterback, I, I wouldn't recommend Jake Lutton, especially against Green Bay. Um, I do think he'll be throwing a bit because I think that Green Bay is going to just run this one up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – First, we have one of our writers in the chat room, guys, who all y'all that are in the chat, uh, Kevin Wilson, one of our senior writers as well. He's been with us for a while. He writes an article every week for Waiver Wire, so helping y'all out, get ahead of the curve. Kevin Wilson, thank you so much, sir, for your service. Um, Thank you so, so much, Kevin Wilson. We appreciate you so much uh, for all you do and all that you have done. Tom, yeah, I want to talk about (laughs) – no problem, Kevin, always, every, every day, sir. Uh, the running back position, for me at least, you know, I'm such a big running back guy. Y'all saw me do this. Free Aaron Jones some more. Come on, let's stop the nonsense. Last week, running back 12. On the year, he's running back 8. He's getting about 19 touches per game, which is great because we want volume in fantasy football. 19 touches per game, great. 129 points for you almost, and the running back eight, like I mentioned, 230 snaps. Aaron Jones going up against, first of all, a really good linebacking core. Uh, Some guys in the chat, me and Marco, talk about this guy, Miles Jack. This dude is a grown man since since high school. He played both ways in college, and not like Leighton Vander Esch at a division whatever school, Sorry, Leighton Van Der Esch, you're the man. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I just remember Miles Jack on ESPN for the UCLA Bruins and Florida Georgia Line. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Florida Georgia Line fan. I'm sorry, guys. Played 
That's how we roll. And I just saw Miles Jack on ESPN running the ball, tackling, intercepting the ball, painting your, you know, what they said on Friday Night Lights about Booby Miles, Miles Jack was doing. So I love Miles Jack. I got a quick question for you, Chris. Quick for trivia. Sure, for sure. Do you know what Saquon Barkley's original position was when he started playing football as a kid? Superstar. Pretty much, but I would say <laughs> middle linebacker. He's a linebacker. There we There's go. Out there, this man in high school hitting people. Yeah, all the good ones are similar. Similar kind of guy playing both ways. There, one ended up on defense, one ended up on offense. Sorry that, to interrupt. Miles Jack, dude. I just got goosebumps thinking about it again. Uh, oh, that was probably also for Journey Brown. If y'all didn't know about that, Journey Brown news breaking. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. But back to James Robinson, though, right? Rookie that no one saw coming this year, at least in my camp. Running back four on the year and 20 touches per game. Living life against the 31st worst defense against the rush. 34 points per game to the running back position. James Robinson, let's go. On the other side, like I mentioned, free Aaron Jones. Uh, going against Miles Jack, going against Schubert, going against Williams. Aaron Jones is still, I'm, I'm super high on him though. Free him this week. My running back two on the week, guys. Go get Aaron Jones. Uh, Ryan already knows he loves this guy. But, Ryan, what do you think about this game, man? I know you have a lot to talk about. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> this is going to get ugly. Rodgers is going to have a really big day. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to have a really big day. My curiosity is, is Alan Lazar going to play, and how much is he going to play? Because Adams is going to have a big day regardless, but is there going to be another wide receiver that's going to get – the kind of volume that's worth starting. I'm also a little bit afraid Green Bay blows them out. Uh, I think Tanyan bounces back big time. Uh, on the other side of the ball, man, Jay, James Robinson is elite. He is a beast. And so is DJ Chark. Uh, the way I, I know this is probably not the right way to say it, but I always think of like Gray Poupon, Jay Luton, like Luton Poupon. That's, I don't know why that's, that goes in my head, but DJ Chark looked like a beast with Luton as his quarterback. Uh, I miss Gardner Minshew. If they don't start Gardner Minshew, they're idiots. That's nothing to do with Minshew. He's been a beast. He's been an absolute monster. And what are they thinking? I, I don't let him go to Chicago and win a Super Bowl. Let him go to Chicago and win a Super Bowl. That's all they're missing. Minshew in Chicago next year. Anything y'all got anything else to say about that? He ain't following foals to Chicago. I got one thing real quick. Um I'm gonna agree. Oh, it got me right there. I'm gonna agree with Scott Davis on this one. MBS. Um, with the unsuredness of the other guys. I own MBS in this thir- in that 32-man league, Ryan, and he has been my wide receiver one, lighting it up for me uh, with these lucky – That's not good. <laughs> if he's your wide receiver one, that's not good. I'll send you the screenshot, though. I'm six, <laughs> seven and one, six, seven and one leading my division. Yeah, that's rock and roll, man. 32 well, teams. you said for a 32-team league, so maybe that's not yeah. so bad. 32 teams, yeah, fair. rosters, full IDP, baby. It's, it's, it's different. It's different. It's wild. <laughs> but, I'm, yeah, MBS. I like MBS. Obviously, I, I saw it in the chat. He's been living in, He's been living the dream for me, so I had to give the shout-out to MBS. Uh, but, Ryan, why don't you take us into the next game, brother? Well, at some point, we have to talk about the NFC, so we might as well get that over with. Uh, we got Philly at New York. 
Do what? Oh, we have Philly at New York. Uh, the over-under is 44. This is a fantasy game to me. Um, I do like Philly's defense, and I do think New York's defense is a bit underrated. But I have liked what I've seen from Daniel Jones moving forward. I think he's finally starting to take the few steps I thought he would take earlier in the year. He's finally starting to get that now. Uh, Wentz coming off a of bye week with Miles Sanders. Yes, please. This could be a really high-scoring game. I think Miles Sanders is a must-play. You have to play him this week. Uh, I think one of the two between Ingram and Slayton is going to have a huge game. I'm hoping it's Slayton. Um, but I'm not touching the Giants' backfield at all. And I know Tom is going to talk more about this, but Bolcom, man, start that man this week. You have to start him. So he's going to be a wide receiver one this week. I'm also curious if Goddard scores. And then here's the other thing, man. I know I love Fulgham, but Jalen Rager, it, I had him as the rookie wide receiver one in a very talented rookie class. So I'm interested to see if that moving forward holds true, if my projections are right, or if he doesn't. I mean, because Jefferson's been a beast, but I think Rager is a special kind of talent. So I'm going to be plugging him into a lot of my DFS lineups, and I'm going to be plugging him into a lot of my weekly lineups because I do think this game gets high scoring and a little out of control early. Tom? I'm going to save the sign for last here. So to start off, Philly's defense against quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, not bad. I'm not going to say it's great by any means, but they're holding people fairly well. What they're struggling against is tight ends. They are the fourth worst defense against tight ends. Ingram, Bueller, Bueller. I mean, is this the week that we finally see Evan Ingram come out and actually play? have a game at all. I mean, we've been waiting on him to do anything. So Um, on the other hand, though, New York, 11th worst uh, defense against receivers. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like Rager's back. Um, Apparently Alshon Jeffrey's back. I don't necessarily see him really eating into a lot of share for specifically Fulgham or uh, Rager. If anything, I think it's Greg Ward that you see get cut into, which – um, even that, I don't know that it's going to be a huge amount. I, I don't know that um, Alshon Jeffrey is the answer for the Eagles, and uh, I, I hope that they realize that that's not it. Um, but Miles Sanders is a must-play. Jordan Mailata saying he, – so here's the thing. You got Jason Peters back at left tackle. You have uh, Lane Johnson back at right tackle. Jordan Mailata, what do you do with that ball of clay that they have out of the rugby leagues? He's been saying – might see me at running back, might see me lining up at tight end. I mean, I'd love to see that stuff, but um, dropping Scott, I wouldn't necessarily drop him if you have the roster spot for him in case Miles Sanders were to go down again. Scott's done okay in the in the interim. It's, it's not a, a consistent back, but he's a flex play, I think. Um, but to the sign, Fulgham season, Wide receiver 34 so far. Keep in mind, this is a guy that just started really playing week four. I know you guys are big DK fans, right? SEC, baby. For second-year wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster. For second-year wide receivers through week nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PFF, A.J. Brown, number one at 86.8. Who's number two? Travis Fulgham at an 86. DK Metcalf in an 84-7, then Terry McLaurin, Hunter Renfro. When you look at receiving yards per game this season, I mean, we're talking elite levels, right? 
Devontae Adams is at 112.5, DK Metcalf 98.5, DeAndre Hopkins 91.8, Julio Jones 91.1, Stefan Diggs 93, Travis Fogum 87. Right? He has He's been wiped out. He no has the fourth highest receiver grade since week four. I mean, how much more do I need to give you? This guy is killing it. He's going to continue to kill it. Wentz trusts him, and from what we've seen over the last couple of years with Wentz, that is the biggest factor for him. We'll get into some more DK Metcalf talking a little bit, right? But to agree with you, Ryan, first and foremost, Jalen Rager, come on. He should be one of the first waiver wire pickups. I'm pretty sure Kevin talked about him in his waiver wire pickup uh, article this week. But they're, regardless of who he's going up against, this rookie wide receiver class, like Tom mentioned, is ridiculous. And Rager is one of the most elite guys out of it. If he plays this week, he's going up against James Bradbury and Yadam. Unit grade of a less than one point. Come on. Rager, with no Zach Ertz, with no Alshon Jeffrey, probably. Yeah, you got Fulgram, who has, I would think, is the wide receiver one on that team. And yeah, Tom, I mean... Hats off to you, sir, for this guy because he's helping people win leagues, including my wife who listens to Tom. So she has Fulgram, and she has been wrecking it with him in her flex. So Fulgram, let's go, baby. I'm pretty sure I have him in every league I'm in. I I don't doubt that. I don't doubt. And that's one of the good things about being a fantasy football analyst. You know you have a hunch on some things, and you grab these guys really quick. And so I, I love it. On the opposite side of the ball, like I was mentioning real quick, Evan Ingram, SEC guy, had to mention the SEC real quick, going up against a terrible linebacking core in Philadelphia. Terrible, right? I, these guys, Singleton, Edwards, and Taylor. Ooh. Last week, Ingram was the tight end number three. He's my tight end number six on the week just because I got a couple guys higher than him like Darren Waller, the walrus, baby. But Evan Ingram, tight end 11 on the year. He seems to be healthy so far. You know, he's playing. He's out there for 491 snaps so far. Huge percentage of the snap share. um, And about five targets per game, or touches per game, not targets, touches, which he's catching. So last week, tight end three, 15 and a half points. This week, going against the 30th work, so third worst defense against tight ends, giving about 17 points to the tight ends. Evan Ingram, Danny Dimes, let's go this week, guys. Um, it's going to be a little bit um, kind of like Kenny G, right? I always mention Kenny G because I miss the guy. Um, I own him in a couple leagues and dynasty leagues, and then last year he was one of my great guys because he just plays some great sax music, um, real jazzy type stuff. Hopefully Evan Ingram can pick this up this year, kind of fill up that slack for me. Um, Cause I'm missing the saxophone, you know, that sweet, sweet chin music, sweet, sweet jazz sports book music guys. Um, let me go over here and click over to my banners. Cause I got to show you this promo code that we got belly up and save 15%. Check out one of our oldest sponsors who has been with us from inception, essentially jazz sports book and casino. These guys are great. They believed in us at the very beginning. So we're always going to shout them out because they have a ton of great features like same-day payouts, live streaming, live betting, and available 
money. Use hashtag promo code, guys. BUS150 for, oh, where's that at? Right there. There we go. BUS150 for 150%. That's crazy. 150% free play up to $1,000. That is crazy. When you sign up today at jazzsports.ag today. Guys, this is one of my, like, I am waiting to watch this game. Like, this is going on the big screen in the middle of the man cave. Everything else can go around it. The Buffalo Bills at 7-2 and and the Arizona Cardinals at 5-3. Two great elite quarterbacks in Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. Two good defense. Well, one good defense and then one mediocre defense. But both just lightning offenses that should be and should resemble that old KC LA game that everyone grasps for every year when they're like, ooh, what game is going to be that game this year? This is going to be that game. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, New Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, Zach Moss, too. Travis Sumter's uh, tout, along with Devin Singletary. But you got Chase Edmonds, and you also have a full practice today of the Drake. Kenyon Drake was back at practice, who we all know they love in Arizona. They love him. He's going to start over everybody in Arizona. Doesn't matter who they got. Kenyon Drake, if he is there, he's playing, baby. So Kenyon Drake, less rock and roll. Don't need to talk about the tight ends in this game too much. Tyler Croft, Arnold, whatever. But Kyler Murray last week, the quarterback won. My quarterback won this week as well. He's the quarterback two on the year, scoring you a hundred and or I'm sorry, scoring you a lot of points, over a hundred points. Right? He's got 109 QBR. Josh Allen last week, the quarterback two, scoring you 36 points. Um, and overall, the quarterback four. So if you got both these guys in a super flex, you are rocking and rolling. Um, wide receiver talk there, right? Because the running backs, I'll let you guys talk about them if you want. But the wide receivers is where it's going to be at, right? Stefan Diggs, surprisingly, the wide receiver four on the year. Nuke Hopkins, the wide receiver six. And Christian Kirk last week, the wide receiver 11, scoring at 23 points on them boys, which was crazy because Christian Kirk is what, a slot receiver? Nah, Christian Kirk's the man. So I'll get off the soapbox real quick, guys. Right, Ryan, what do you think about this game? Oh, on that mute. On that mute. I think the Bills win. Best of us. It does. I'm taking the Bills here. I think the Bills have a better team top to bottom. Uh, I think that John Brown is the play for the Bills this week because Diggs is going to run into Peterson, and I don't think Peterson is the elite guy we used to run into all the time, but he's still their best corner, and I think he shadows Diggs. So I think Smoke is going to be a real sneaky play. Uh, On the other side, Nuke runs into uh, their CB1. And Kirk is going to once again feast. Now, I don't think they're going to hold uh, Hopkins as low as they did last week. But I'm preferring Kirk at his price point to Hopkins just for this week uh, because Kirk has really got going last couple weeks. And Hopkins is like a gravitational force that defenses kind of have to 
acknowledge or else they're going to get burnt. So defense is kind of figuring out we have to stop Hopkins, and it's really, really going to open up the game for Kirk more than it already has. Um, I really like Edmonds just because his – okay, let me rephrase. I don't like Kenyon Drake, and I want to see more Edmonds because I think Kenyon Drake is not very good this year. Not that he's not very good, that he's not very good this year. I don't know if that has something to do with the line or the fact that Kyler keeps high, uh, like vulturing all of that stuff from the running backs. But uh, I, I, to me, this is going to be the most fun game to watch. This is what we thought New Orleans and Tampa Bay was going to be last week. But uh, I think the Bills take it. Tom, what are you looking at as far as this game? I see this being a, an absolute racket of a game. These guys are going to throw all over the place. They're going to be trying to outscore each other. 40 to 42, just something stupid. I'm smashing the over. I, I know that much. And as far as fantasy goes, it's tough to say exactly who's going to get it. I would say if you have Kyler Murray and you have Josh Allen, I mean, obviously you have to start those guys already. But, yeah, no shit. Put them in. These guys are going to be throwing the ball 30-plus times you know, this game. Easy. Um, and then, I mean, running back and tight end, I'm less interested in. I am any receiver I can get from this game. That's who I want. I don't care about anybody else. I want quarterbacks and receivers. That's it. That's nice and simple on this one. Anybody got anything else on that one? You know, I just want to add one thing. Uh, I know that one of y'all touched on Chase Edmonds, and you just want to feed him more. Ryan, maybe that was you. Chase Edmonds, my wide, or my running back number six on the week, because I feel like. It's going to be the Chase Edmonds show if Kyler Murray's out. Or I'm sorry, not Kyler Murray. Kenyon Drake is out. But if Kenyon Drake is in, Kenyon Drake is my running back number six on the week. I'm sorry, sir. That's more of a, like a, I guess you would call it like a, like what's that old game we used to play on the computer or on your phone? Invaders, right? Like invading your space almost. It depends on which uh, running back is in. What do you think about that, Ryan? I uh, think that Tom is going to talk about the Chargers and the Dolphins next. Tom, what do you th- unless you want me to talk about Invaders. What do y'all think? Tom? I feel like he's nodding that he wants you to talk about Invaders. Like invaders I'll talk about too. Invaders. Like Invaders as in our newest sponsor, uh, Invader Coffee. Uh, for the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no BS, no filter, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium veteran, another veteran-owned company, uh, probably delivering only the best coffee your hand, your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality, organic, air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. Uh, they keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price, uh, made to order to provide you with the value you deserve from your morning boost. Again, it's 100% organic coffee beans from free trade farms, whole or ground, 100% air-roasted coffee, 100% money-back guarantee. Use your promo code BELLYUP and save 15%. Guys, if you're coffee drinkers, this is a veteran-owned coffee, all organic, ready to go. Use our promo code, save some money, get good coffee. All right, Tom, are we moving on to the Chargers and the Dolphins? Yeah, I just want to say, I feel like we have a lot of veteran-owned companies that we're sponsored with. I know, it's amazing. I like it. I like it. Love it. Have to love it. Well, next game we got here though, Chargers two and six. I don't know how that's happening. Uh, and Dolphins five and three. I mean, H God, Justin Herbert. I felt bad for him last week. He looked like Philip Rivers out there, just the 
just staring to the sky, wondering how that loss happened. Um, but with that being said, Justin Herbert, quarterback 11 last week still, playing well, right? This is a guy that's outscored his projection every week since week four. And the only week since week two that he didn't hit it was week three, where he missed it by um, 2.3 points. I mean, you're saying if you're looking at what his projection is on your app, whatever you're using, whether it's ESPN, Yahoo, Sleeper, whatever his his projection is, bet he's going to over that. Um, On the other hand, though, Los Angeles, fourth worst defense against quarterbacks. Do we really see Tua come into his own here? Do we see you know him start throwing the ball over the place? I'm not really sure. Uh, I mean, I've voiced my opinion to you guys, I know, Ryan, uh, on Tua, and is he really going to succeed in the league? I'm not 100% sold, but uh, I would love to see it. Um, beyond that, I mean, who's going to get it? Uh, I mean, obviously Los Angeles – some monster receivers out there. Um, I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, if you have him, you're starting him. Uh, Hunter Henry, I might fade a little bit this week against that Miami defense. Uh, I will say Miami has sneakily become the um, best defense in terms of scoring. I I don't know how that happened. I I didn't expect it. And out of nowhere, it seemed like they were all of a sudden the top defense in the league. I don't know. That caught me by surprise. What do you guys think? Uh, I'll take it over real quick, Ryan, if you don't mind. Um, geez, this game, 52 points over under. I want to smash the over, Tom, but I feel like Denver's just not that good against the Raiders. Denver? No, back, back it up. Back it up. There we go, Los Angeles and Miami. That's why in my private in our private so guys in our private chat I was like, wait, isn't Ryan up right now? You know, that's what happens when you do live stuff. You scroll faster and you know you're like, oh wait. Chris is skipping things. That's what's happening. Chris is trying to just wrap this up. He's like, I'm gonna be done. I wanna go pound some beers. It's like he's already doing that. I, I realized I was like, Tom is talking about H God right now. And I was like, I know I've got notes on him because I'm calling him something different. Herb God. If y'all know, Ty God had a special place in my heart, but now I'm moving on to the Herb God. Oregon Duck, Herb God. Got him in all my leagues, right? Um, all my home leagues because I was a DAC owner in most of them. So had to pivot, got to Herb God. Um, he's facing a pretty good stout cornerback position, though. Howard and Jones, pretty good. One of the best in the league. But last week, quarterback 10. Overall, quarterback nine. I've got him as my quarterback seven on the week. Justin Herbert just gets the job done, man. He's he's just got all the intangibles, and uh, he's got the locks. Come on, Sunshine Ronnie Bass, baby, let's go. On the opposite side of that, for the Miami Dolphins, I really want to see Miles Gaskin come back, but I don't know when he is. If he does soon, I hope it's this game because the – Chargers are not that good right now against the run, giving about 26 points against the uh, running back position. With White, Perryman, and Murray Jr., not so good. So whoever is the running back for the Dolphins should have a good week. Ryan, what do you think, man? 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. And see, Ryan, that's why I skipped ahead to Invader. I'm sorry, dude. That's my bad. I was confused. I'm like, I'll talk about him. I'll talk about him now if you want me to. I'm happy to do so. <laughs> uh, for me, the, yeah, uh, most of the stuff y'all said, the Dolphins defense is good. It just is. Um, obviously, I'm still going to be starting Herbert because he's played good defense and been just fine. But I'm more interested on the Miami side of the ball. Miami is good. Now, how good is Tua going to be this week? Week three of Tua, we saw both sides of what he can be. We saw the crap game manager, and then we saw the exciting young rookie. Which one are we going to get this week against a Chargers D that's mostly underwhelmed? I think Parker is a solid play, but I'm very nervous about trusting Miami too much, especially with Gaskin not being there. Who are they going to have at running back? Laird, Howard, Brita? None of those names get me excited. You know who does get me excited? Mike Jasicki. Uh I, I, I just keep thinking the next evolution of Tua is realizing the weapons he has around him and how to best utilize them. And he has these beasts all over the place. I mean, even I know Preston Williams were talking about he's gone. He's not going to be here this week, but Parker's a beast. Jacecki's a beast. He's a mismatch. Um, on the other side, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are two of the best tandem receivers in the league. Hunter Henry is starting to kind of get going. I don't know how well it's going to be against this defense, but – this is an interesting game to me. I think it's going to be very close. I think both these teams, I think LA's better than their record. I think Miami's kind of finding themselves. So to me, this is going to be that other game I'm watching very interestingly to see where I'm going to be on Miami and the Chargers moving forward. This is a lot to do with the rest of the year, and, and especially when we move into the fantasy playoffs. This game has a ton of impact on me because I have so much exposure to Mike Williams, Mike Jacecki, Devontae Parker. Oh, I miss Gaskin so much. He is a beast. I love Herbert. These are all these guys that I think are going to be make or break for you at the end of the year, and I'm curious to see how they do against each other and are they the real deal. I mean, technically the Chargers aren't out of the playoff run yet. They're 2-6. and six. It's not great, but 10-6 and six gets you in. So if the Chargers can get going, Eckler, they need to get Eckler back. They need Bosa healthy. They need everybody healthy, but Miami's going to be a tough out, and so are the Chargers. It's going to be an interesting game to see. I'll tell you what, 9-7 and seven will still get you in the playoffs. Keep in mind you got an extra wild card spot this year. These are these are teams get they're gonna play out and like you said Chargers are better than that record. Um, one thing I gotta add with Tua, I think you're right. This week is gonna be a big week, make or break for the, you know the coming season down in Miami because it's we're starting to see who is Tua actually gonna feed the ball to. Who are the guys that he's comfortable with and that he wants to go to? So far, it hasn't been Gasecki, but could that change? It absolutely could. 
So I think you know, the second starting week in, we're really going to start to see what his tendencies are and who he likes to go to. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Moving on, we have Denver and the Vegas Raiders over under 52. All right, I'm just going to start off by saying no to Denver. I'm just not going to say yes to Denver. I Maybe Philip Lindsay, uh, maybe Gordon. Is he ever going to get suspended, or are we just allowed to have DUIs whenever we – I mean, are we allowed to have DUIs now? Because if first so, all, start, first of all, doing it. His, it, it's MG3. He's got a beer named semi after him, so give him, give him a little bit, right? All right. I mean, I yeah, guess. I, mean, I don't know. Offseason, he's going to pay it off, whatever. We'll see. I I wanted to see what Philip Lindsay's his RB1 was going to look like, but I don't know if we're going to get the chance to see that. Uh, for me, I'm more interested on the other side of the ball. When is Ruggs going to have that big breakout game that we know he's capable of? I'm fading Jacobs just because it's tough, tough, tough sledding against the Denver run defense. And I think that they're going to be maybe those little screen plays, those little quick throws. Uh, so I love Waller this week a lot. Uh, I'm curious, is Edwards going to be playing? Is that guy done for the year? Like, is he even a viable thing? Because he was so strong at the beginning of the year. I was snatching him up everywhere I could get him. But now it doesn't seem like he's the real deal. And Renfro really has kind of surpassed him on that pecking order. But is Ruggs going to have that big game? Denver doesn't let you run the ball. Ruggs has that game-breaking speed. This is the game I want to see if it can happen. Uh, I do think the Raiders win this. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with going over 52 just because the Denver defense is good. But I'm, I'm not sure how Denver's going to be scoring on the Raiders this week. Uh, the Raiders' defense, maybe not statistically, but they have quite a few talented guys on that defense, some playmakers. So I'm curious to see what Denver's offense looks like. I don't think it's going to be pretty. And I'm curious to see which guys are going to be featured outside Waller and Jacobs. Obviously, I'm, I'm fading Jacobs in DFS, but I'm starting him in every regular league I have. Tom, what are you looking at? I agree with you on Jacobs wholeheartedly. Pretty much everything else, I disagree with you. Yeah. I think that Denver's offense, I think you're shortchanging them. I mean, look at last week. Jerry Judy, number one, is a cheat code. This is the guy that has the best footwork in this rookie class. Like Justin Jefferson, incredible receiver. Jerry Judy, I don't know if you guys saw the fake where he looks like he's running a fade, gives the hand signal like he's going to the end zone, cuts back, grabs the ball, and gets around him for the – I mean, he's amazing, right? So Jerry Judy, wide receiver, eight last week. I want every piece of that I can get. At the same time, Drew Locke snapped. And if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I said it was going to be a shootout for them last week, and he was going to go off. You did. Guess what? This man was the wide receiver, excuse me, was the quarterback four last week. Right? I mean, Drew Locke, like I said, has a swagger back. He had 313 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, 47 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. He's not like a super mobile quarterback. He can move, but he's not a rushing quarterback. That 47 yards isn't bad. Um, I mean, I think he's got his swagger back. I think he's got his confidence. I think he trusts these receivers he has. Even without Cortland Sutton, he knows he can ball out. And I think that he's going to do that against Vegas. I think this is a shootout. I think I'm smashing the over. I think it's going to be Carr versus Locke. I don't know who's going to win it. I think it could be uh, Drew Locke and the Broncos because I think they can shut down Josh Jacobs. And I think that that could just just stifle that Raiders offense just enough. 
So I'm agreeing with you, Tom. I'm smashing the over on the 52 points on this game because this is one of the other games I'm like super excited to watch. Drew Locke spitting bars. Uh, Billy mentioned Noah Fant in the chat uh, in the chat room or in the uh, live chats. Noah Fant is my tight end number three on the week. I think he's going to ball out. Um, excuse me, ridiculously against his defense. To both y'all's credit, yeah, I think Denver stifles Josh Jacobs a little bit. He's been injured a little bit. We saw what happened last year. We don't know the extent of his injury right now. Last year, he had rib injuries, and he was still playing through them. So we don't know what's going on on that Raiders camp. All we know is Josh Jacobs is the man. Josh Jacobs is an elite running back. He is from the SEC. So, yes, elite, elite, elite. On the opposite side of that, though, for Denver – um, besides Noah Fant, Drew Locke, Jerry Judy, man, another SEC guy, gotta love it, right? They're just so, they're just everywhere, right, Ryan? Um, I saw you. what's going on, brother. Yeah, I just want to everybody who's saying Jerry Judy, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, Jerry Judy, he caught half the balls that were thrown his way last week. Just keep that in mind. Um, to everyone's that is not great. Over the last three weeks, he's he has seen an increase of almost like, um, I don't, I let me just do the math or I'll just tell you what it is. He saw like three targets. Then he saw six targets. Then he saw eight targets. He's getting the volume. That's what you want. Yeah. But he caught five of 10 balls. Like he had five. All I'm saying is be aware that you're getting super excited and Judy, but he, he only caught half the balls that were thrown his way. And that is concerning to me. That could be a lot. Did he catch five? Five out of ten. That's, that's at huge some point, Fair, fair. It. For I week nine, it. for week nine, that's great. But if he can, if they, and again, I'm not blaming Judy on this. This could be on lock. This could be defensive team play. But when you're catching fifty percent of the balls thrown your way, that's not good. That's not good. So just, I'm just playing devil's advocate and saying, hey, just don't get ready to project Judy as like the wide receiver one on the week or. He's yes, he's talented. We all knew he was talented coming in, but this offense has been inconsistent, super inconsistent, and to expect it to just all of a sudden—I mean, I know his target volume is going up, and yes, there's reason to be excited. I am excited. I have a few shares of Judy, but do not go proclaiming this as the new guy because he's got talent. The, the team I'm around him proclaiming him as the new wide receiver one, but in my flex position, I'm a yeah, I love it. I love it. Me too. I love it. But everybody's like, like, Judy, Judy, Judy. And I'm like, hey, man, easy, easy, easy. But compared to what you got? Who do I have? I have A.J. Brown, baby. This ain't the week for A.J. Brown. We're just talking every, about yeah, Somebody every, asked. Every week is the week for A.J. Brown. Somebody Jerry, asked Travis Fulgham, A.J. Brown, or Nelson Aguilar. It was um, AJ. Daniel. I'm not – Daniel, I'm not going to try and say that last name. I got a crazy one. I'm not even going to try it. Uh, but Fulgham, A.J. Brown, and Nelson Aguilar. Oh, you're saying Antonio Brown. Oh, no, I ain't touching that. Dang. I'm not touching Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown or Jerry Judy? No, he was asking He was asking Fulgham, uh, Antonio Brown, or Aguilar, it looks like. Fulgham, Fulgham, Fulgham. No question on that group. Oh, if you say A.J. Brown. Antonio Brown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm avoiding Antonio Brown. I actually like it. I like AB as well, but Fulgham is a beast, and there's not as much competition for uh, targets. 
Whereas AB has to deal with Evans and Godwin and Gronk and Fournette. It's, it's yeah, just so it's, many. But I do, as I said earlier, I do think AB is going to score this week because Brady's pissed and he's about to just throw lightning down from the sky and this whole offense is going to go off. So I feel safe. Actually, to be fair, I feel safe with all three of those guys. That's a great problem yeah, to have. It's a great problem. Yeah, but it's all for like, me. It's almost like something we should do on the side, like a um, like a like a little side bet, if you would. You know, I don't know what you would do if you had someone that you knew that could do this for you. I think we um, got somebody for that, Chris. Oh, oh, we do. Prop me. Go to propmellc.com, guys. PropMe is a new innovative gaming platform and really first of its kind. It brings betting from person to person and it makes it easier than ever. Just download the app and join the fun at PropMeLLC.com today. <laughs> now, guys, I think we mentioned two games that I was really excited about. This one gets, gets me going and this is my favorite game of the week. Um, over everyone else. One, because I like the notebook. If y'all don't like the notebook, you don't know what I'm talking about, but Jared Goff looks just like Ryan Gosling, so I'm all about the notebook and Ryan Gosling, and I've had a huge man crush on Sean McVay since Sean McVay came to the uh, the league uh, under John Gruden. But then also on the other side, you got the 6-2 and two Seattle Seahawks. Let Russ cook. You got the guys on the opposite side catching the ball, almost like the greatest show on turf. You got Tyler Lockett, who is spitting out every other week, or I guess every three weeks. And then you got DK Metcalf, who is, oh, got to hold my hat to my head because an SEC wide receiver who is just phenomenal that could be the wide receiver one at the end of the year that a lot of analysts, including some of our own, think that he will beat out Devontae Adams and Nuke Hopkins and Julio. Julio being my guy, I'm sorry for everyone who listened to me at the beginning of the year, but the LA Rams giving up about 17 points per game. The Seattle Seahawks giving up a lot more than that. You got Russ on one side, the quarterback four for this week for me, but the quarterback three overall. And you got the notebook, Jared Goff, quarterback 15 on the year. My quarterback, 11 on the week, who is – they're both throwing to some phenomenal wide receivers. And we're going to talk about all four of them because I will. DK Metcalf, the wide receiver, two on the year. Tyler Lockett, the wide receiver, five of the year. Robert Bobby Tree Woods, the wide receiver, 17. And Cooper Cup, who today, John – or I'm sorry, that Sean McVay said had an oblique issue. That's why he was limited in the game. But he also has a wrist issue today so that's why he was held out of practice i suppose but the wide receiver 23 this game should be so much fun i'm gonna have so many beers so much food just watching this game and just living it right because this game should be super fun we should see touchdown catches by both tight ends as well uh big montana will disley and tyler higby so i'm really liking this game I could go into the stats, but I want you guys to talk about it because I love this game so much. Ryan, what do you got? Let Russ cook. This is going to be a big week for him. I don't care what the defense looks like. If Carson's healthy, I think he's interested. Uh, interesting. If not, I'm probably going to avoid the running back scenario. I saw some people talking about getting me Hummer if Carson's out. I get that. 
I just think they're going to have to throw. And without Carson being that guy, that he's the only stud they have uh, outside maybe Penny, who's not back yet, to me, Homer's just serviceable. So I like him as like a flex play, but not much more. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. I think DK's matchup proof, and I think he proves it this week. And I think Jalen Ramsey is screwed. <laughs> He's going to get dominated by DK. Uh, Lockett benefits from that too because I think they're going to have to help Ramsey, and now Lockett's going to feast. I think Olsen's a sneaky play as well. And then for me, Woods Cup and you forgot to mention Josh Reynolds are all in play this week against this garbage defense. Uh, I'm fading the tight ends on both sides, except for, again, I think Olsen is sneaky, but I'm fading both tight ends for the Rams. And then if Henderson is healthy, I'm all about that life because, again, Seattle has a hard time stopping anybody. I know their run defense ranks pretty high, but nobody can run against them when you're trying to pass to catch up the whole time. So I think it's a little bit – while I think their pass defense is actually a tiny bit better than what they say, I think their rush defense is actually a bit worse than what they say. So, Tom, what do you think about this? What is another great and fun game? Yeah, I mean, it's another fun one. Uh, you know, we heard talk this week. Seattle's fans were demanding that they fire their defensive coordinator. I hope they don't because I just love these 50 to 45 <laughs> matchups. I like high-scoring games. It's a lot more fun than when it's 7 to 3. So with that being said, I mean, if you have anybody on Seattle, you're starting them. I, we've talked about it once. We've talked about it a million times. You start Russ. You start the receivers. Uh, I would fade the running backs and tight ends. I mean, let's be honest. The Seattle's running backs haven't been the most attractive thing this season, and their tight ends are okay at best. It's kind of game by game. I don't trust them enough to really go all in on one of them. Um, Los Angeles, on the other hand, I mean, like we said, you're trying to keep up with Seattle's offense. You're not going to run the ball. They don't have like an elite pass catching back that's going to be out there every play that's going to get touches. It's you know you don't have a but Darren Sproles out there, obviously not playing anymore, but you don't have somebody that's going to be out there for 90% of the you know uh, downs catching the ball out of the backfield. You don't get that value here. So it's you start golf, you start woods, you start cup. Tight ends, I fade a little bit just because Seattle has been able to hold tight ends in check. Their linebackers are just so good in Seattle. Um, so Higby and Everett, I tend to fade him a little bit if possible. I think they'll have an okay game, but if you have somebody else that's anywhere close to their caliber, I'm putting them on the bench if possible. But I believe that brings us to our next game, boys. So we have uh, Cincinnati going into Pittsburgh. So we talked about this one pregame here. So Cincinnati 2-5-1, Pittsburgh 8-0, over uh, over under 47 points. Pittsburgh's 8-0. Oh. 
I don't really think that's actually indicative of how good a team they are. I mean, this is a team that has only won one game by more than 10 points, barely beat Dallas with their fourth string quarterback last week, barely beat the Eagles when they were probably just about at their worst, their most banged up. I mean, it's it's not a good look in, uh, in Pittsburgh. I don't think they're as good as they seem. And with that being said, uh, I do think with Roethlisberger having injuries to both knees, it's a little scary, but I do still have faith in Claypool. I think he's a monster. Um, he's one of the few guys that I would still, you know, no question go in on. Um, you know, Cincinnati's pretty average against receivers. Um, but James Conner this week, I think, will go off a bit. I think with Ben being a little banged up, Cincinnati eighth worst against running backs, it might be James Conner week, uh, you know, in Pittsburgh. Um, on the other hand, uh, Pittsburgh shutting down quarterbacks, shutting down running backs. Receivers are still going off. So I think Joe Burrow might not have his best game, but I think that you are still going to see some production out of guys like Tyler Boyd uh, that are going to get you know a number of touches because you're trying to keep up. You're going to get that PPR effect. Um, so, I mean, if you have the availability, Tyler Boyd, um, and T Higgins, those are my go-tos. I'm still avoiding AJ Green. We've talked about before. I, I don't think he's really trying to play out here. It, he just wants out of Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I was sharing this to one of our groups that I realized I didn't share it in. So that's why he caught me off guard, Tom. But that's okay. Because I got my notes right in front of me. Uh, like you mentioned, man, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the only undefeated team in the league. And I'm not that scared of them, right? Uh, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, you got you got the mojo going. Yeah, they're two, five, and one. This game could be our sneaky trap game of the week, I think. Um, Pittsburgh allowing 18 points, Cincinnati allowing 27 points. To both cases, though, I like the running backs in this situation. Uh, Connor and either Bernard or Mixon, whoever plays, because both linebacking crews have been susceptible to the running back position just a little bit. Uh, Like we saw with Pittsburgh, everyone's going to say, oh, you're wrong with Pittsburgh. We saw what J.K. did to him. J.K. Dobbins, our guy, lit this team up ridiculously. Yeah, it's on the Buffalo, or I'm sorry, it's on the Baltimore Ravens, but J.K. Dobbins, 100 yards against this team. Come on now. Maybe they're losing a little bit of mojo, if you would. But James Conner, I'll talk about him for a little bit because he is my running back seven on the week. Um, Going with Pratt, Bailey, and Bynes. He's getting 43 touches. I'm sorry, snaps per game and 18 touches per game. That's ridiculous. 18 touches for this guy that we thought wouldn't be here in week 10. So let's rock and roll with James Conner running back 12 on the year. Um, I really don't have too much else to say about this game because I'm, I'm smashing the under Tom. So Ryan, what do you think? I think Burrow is one of the sneakiest plays of the week on DFS this week. Everybody sees that Pittsburgh D and they get scared of it, but they're not that great against the quarterback. They're, they're great stopping the run. Um, I think Higgins has crazy upside. I think Boyd has the safe floor. And I think Green is just whatever. I, who knows what you're going to get with him because sometimes he gets that crazy volume. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, I'm avoiding the tight end. 
uh, and I'm avoiding the running back for Cincy just because it is tough to run against Pittsburgh. It truly is. Uh, and I think the receivers are more weapons in the passing game than the running backs are. Um, I think that Connor goes crazy. Um, which Pittsburgh wide receiver seems to be the, the question every week? Uh, I can't remember who said it in the chat, but I'm agreeing. I think this is a Claypool week. There's nobody that can match up with him on that defensive side of the ball for Cincy. Claypool, if you if you put a gun to my head and said which one of those receivers is the best receiver to have for the next three years, I'm going to say Claypool. I just think he's got a wider range of abilities as far as fantasy goes. He's the red zone threat. Um, he's the big play guy. He's all of those things wrapped into one. He's the biggest one of them. He's the fastest one of them. He's the strongest one of them. I'm just looking at him going, well, they accidented into another stud receiver. Uh, so it really hurt. These guys hurt each other's ceilings. You can't get any consistency out of them. But they're going to have – I think Pittsburgh's going to have to throw the ball. I know I think Connor's going to be eaten, but Pittsburgh's going to have to throw the ball because since he's going to make this interesting, Burrow is special. And I think Claypool is the guy that's going to benefit the most from that. you have anything else to add? Quick quick thing here. So you talked about, well, do you trust Jordan Reed this week? No. No. I don't. No. I don't. I don't either. I th- he no. could get hurt any second. He, he literally is a walking cast. Yeah. It's, as far as tough. Pittsburgh, though, and their defense, you, you talked about how it doesn't seem like they're stopping quarterbacks, but they're stopping the running backs. It's not entirely true. So they're not stopping receivers, but they are stopping quarterbacks. They're allowing the fourth fewest points against quarterbacks. And here's the thing. Pittsburgh has 11 interceptions and six forced fumbles this year. So they're allowing passing yards. So the receivers are getting the touches. The receivers are getting touchdowns and yards. But the quarterbacks are getting the turnovers, which are eating away at their points. I mean, 11 interceptions through eight games is a lot. Yeah. Yes, it is. This is an interesting game. I think we're going to find out a lot about both of these teams it is this game. Because I think Cincinnati is much better than 2-5-1. and one. Yeah. I think Joe I'm, Burrow has been the guy. He's been I think awesome. the Bengals in this one. I don't blame you, although I don't have those kind of balls. I, I don't think that – Pittsburgh has beaten some good teams – Pinto, are you on mute? Yeah. I'm taking the Bengals as well in this game. Wow, you guys. I'm impressed. That being said, Tom, take that Jameson. Take us into this game right here. Can Ryan take us into this game right here? Ryan take us into this game. <laughs> All right. We're taking you into this game right here. We got the 49ers who are 4-5. and five. That's the, probably the worst 4-5 and five team in the league right now. Versus New Orleans who's 6-2. and two. Over under 50. Over. MT goes off. He is going to – this is the game you've been waiting for. Nobody can cover him. He's going to have at least 10 catches this week and at least one touchdown and at least 100 yards. He's going to be a top five receiver this week. Uh, for that very reason, I'm going to – yeah, I agree, Daniel. Pitts should have lost last week. For that very reason, I think I'm going to fade Kamara in DFS. Obviously, you don't fade Kamara in regular – I think we don't have to say this anymore. Anybody who's listening to us should know this by now. When we say fade, we're mostly talking about if you have Kamara and like A. Jones and like CMC, then you fade Kamara. But who has that? If you have that, how'd you do that? You have other but, issues to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I am, what I'm impressed with was Drew Brees last week because I was so ready to call him done. And he looked not done last week. He looked sharp against what we all can probably agree is a solid defense. I mean, Tampa's defense is a beast. You start Breeze or Lamar this week? Neither. Breeze. Luton. I mean, Breeze. Do not do that. 
Breeze. It's Breeze to me. Yeah. Just because breeze. Matt, MT's changed the game. MT has changed the game for that whole offense. I thought they were going to get blown out last week, and San Francisco is not very – I'm sorry, they're not very good. I'm saying say no to San Fran unless Debo plays. I've been seeing stuff that he is. but And if he is, then I play Debo. And that's it. The running back situation scares the dog out of me. Who's it going to be? McKinnon, you turd. I, like, I have him in so many leagues. I never know when to start him. Uh, another thing that I think is odd is how, how good Traquan Smith and Emmanuel Sanders are going to do with Michael Thomas because that should open up the defense a lot and allow the – less superior defensive backs to cover these guys. So when they start having to double team Mike, cause he's getting catch at the catch at the catch, they're going to start eating underneath or Traycon will take the top off. I really do think new Orleans is going to beat the bejesus out of San Francisco. Uh, the only reason I'm confident in the over is cause I think new Orleans might hit the over on their own. How's San Fran going to score? I mean, I'm not dogging on Mullins that much. I feel bad for the guy cause so many guys are hurt around him. He doesn't have the run game. Debo's out. But man, don't touch San Francisco this week. I'm not. Yeah, McKinnon did come through, Kevin, and I didn't start him, and that killed me. I think it's Mullins, Daniel, who's starting. Tom, I'll let you take over and answer the question. Yeah, it looks like Mullins is starting at quarterback this week. Uh, I mean, does he get benched for CJ Beathard? I mean, this is a team that's had a a knack for benching quarterbacks midway through games. I don't even know how many times this season. It's happened multiple times where the starting quarterback has been benched partway through, whether that's Garoppolo, whether it's Mullins. It's not pretty. Um, and I mean, like you said, no fault of their own. I mean, this is this is the team that's probably been the hardest hit by injuries. Maybe not the most injuries, but the hardest hit. I mean, Garoppolo's on IR, Jalen Hurd on IR, Chris Thompson on IR, George Kittle on IR. And then you look at the defense, D Ford, Solomon Thomas, Ansa, Ronald Blair, Richard Sherman, um, Bosa, all on IR. I mean, it's ugly. Uh, I mean – I'm not touching San Francisco. What I will say, though, is their defense is the second toughest against running backs. I know Kamara is good. Like you said, Ryan, fade doesn't necessarily mean bench him in a redraft league where he's your top running back. But if you have the ability to to play somebody over him or you're looking at DFS, fade him where possible. Um, Breeze is rolling, though. Uh, yeah, obviously, Lamar versus Breeze. Let's start Breeze. It's not even a question. But uh, we'll get into Lamar later. He ain't it. Uh, do they have a trustworthy tight end in San Francisco? I mean, without Kittle, you're looking at Jordan Reed, who could get hurt at any moment, Ross Dwelly, Charlie Warner. I mean, it's not pretty. I, I don't know. No, it's him. not. You know, Reed, if healthy, I, I just don't trust that. How about, trust- how, about, how about Kevin's question? James for one more week? He was a beast last week. I mean, does he is he any, on anyone's radar? I'm this just James yeah. Could be a steal in DFS. Probably really cheap. But last week, <laughs> he he bought someone a new house last week in DFS on DraftKings. Oh I- man, yeah, I wish I would have played him. <sighs> well, we weren't talking about him last week. To answer Daniel's question, though, the only trustworthy tight end that I would talk about is peanut butter Ross Dwelly time. And I even spelled his name incorrectly in our show notes. So let me add the E because he is so great. Ross Dwelly going up against the one of the worst tight end defenses in the league. 
they're giving up about 15 points per game and 231 yards at 7.1 a clip, 7.2 yards a clip to the tight end. Give me some Ross Dwelly in this game. We saw what he could do last season as George Kittle's backup. Jordan Reed, golly, man. You love the work ethic and you love the player that he is, but Daniel, when you're asking me, do I have a trustworthy tight end? Give me some Ross Dwelly, sir. Clarify, is that trustworthy though? Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. No, it's no, not there's no trustworthy. You you're, can't believe you're taking a I mean, shot. he's got the upside. I get it, Chris. He's got the upside. I'm with you, Tom. It is a shot. He could easily have no catches, no points, no nothing. Okay. But he could yeah. have. Yeah. Sure he's he's I'm going to do to my, uh, my, uh, my fantasy league team, my 32-man team uh, that I'm 7-1 and one in, that I'm leading my division in. My starting tight end is Ross Dwelly. Let me go to Ross Dwelly real quick and give you his point. You have MBS and Ross Dwelly, and you're somehow in first place still? That's impressive, dude. Oh, yeah. This I got Tom Brady. I got, I, got, I, got, I got Derrick Henry. I got Tom Brady. I got Drew Brees. Uh, did I mention Todd Gurley? MBS. So you have the GOAT, though. Drew Brees. Where, where, the, where the issue is, though, is my, my defense is sick. Defense wins you championships. You know what I'm saying? So we're not going to talk about my defense right now. But let's go to... Ross Dwelly. Here we go. He doesn't even have a picture on this app. That's, That's not good. It's not, is it? <laughs> okay, I agree with you there. It's not good, Ross. Not only doesn't have the Madden face scan, he doesn't have a picture in fantasy apps either. Uh, uh, he right. didn't get the picture. Here we go. Week yeah, one. you have Frank Gore. <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, He's <laughs> he could always oh, get man. Okay, <laughs> Ross Dwelly this year has scored over 17 points three times with two of them being in the last three weeks. How many times has he scored, scored less zero. than five? Yeah. Go Wait, less than five. What? What's, what, what's the floor? Five. five less than five. Lower. Less than five. Every other game? Six. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> So it's it's all or nothing. It's that's not yeah. That's my fear. I get it. It's a it's a long shot, and you're hoping for the best. And with nobody else out there, it's possible. Time out. Is but, Scott Scott? Are you for real? Is his matting rating fifty one? Because they should sign Kaepernick to play tight end if that's the case. Damn, that's real bad, right? Carson Wentz. <laughs> Bring in Carson Wentz. 
I'm you not I'm having this Ross Dwelly hate right now. Oh, okay? I don't know either. You called him trustworthy. I'm done. I'm All so right. sick. Move it on. Right now. Ross Dwelly, you're my dude. I'm sorry for all this hate that you're receiving right now. We're talking Move it on to the two worst quarterbacks this week. That's, that's true, too. That's pretty true. But we'll talk about this game, guys. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this, this, this little ticker going, too, because that's a good ticker. The Baltimore Ravens at 6-2 and two versus the New England Patriots at 3-5. and five. The over-under is 43 points on this game. You got the MVP versus a former MVP. I guess they're both former MVPs, but the current former MVP and the MVP former. Cam versus Lamar in this game. Ooh. It's going to be a good one because it's just got to be, right? If it's not, it's not. Lamar's just going to either dominate this game or Bill Belichick is just going to take away everything that Harbaugh's got. So it's either going to be a really good game or it's going to be the trap game of the week. I already mentioned my other trap game of the week because I want this one to be good, but it's probably not because JK's in it. So, you know, Hollywood Brown, the squeaky wheel last week, didn't get that much more. Um, He got his normal workload and still wide receiver 63 last week was 6.8. Yeah, Jacoby Myers, though, who exceeded a lot of expectations as the wide receiver three at close to 30 points in PPR formatting. Uh, from Cam Newton, who we all knew Cam Newton could do that if he had a trustworthy wide receiver one. The big question is on the Patriots side is Damian Harris, right? He got hurt. Is he going to play SEC guy out of Alabama? Roll tied. He's strong. You know, he doesn't forget just like the elephants. But this week, he's my wide, he's my running back 28 because I don't even know if he's going to play last week. 7.1 points, but he has broken 100 yards for this team a couple times. And then I got, always got to touch on J.K., right? I got to talk about J.K. Last week, the wide or the, I'm sorry, the running back 43, so not very good. But he's facing the 18th worst defense against the running back. If J.K. gets more than his 44% snaps and 33% opportunity share this week, he is going to be your running back to borderline running back one if he scores. So load up J.K. for me in this game. Ryan, I see you have OMG on here. What are you talking about? Blowout. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It is JK season in this game, and I don't want anybody else. The Jets should just quit right now. How is it that we have 32 teams and Adam Gase is the 45th best head coach? I, I don't understand how that happens. He's garbage. This whole team, garbage. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I said the Jets. I meant the Pats. Excuse me. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I got the Excuse me. Well, I, sometimes I just have to talk crap about Adam Gase. Uh, yeah. I feel similarly, though, because the Jets – Let's Adam Gase. Why does he still have a job right now? Because they're thanking for Trevor, Trevor. And the only way to yeah, losing is what Adam Gase does. So if you want Trevor, you sign Adam Gase. Trust me, if they fired him, Jacksonville would probably sign him the next day. It's it's just a way to guarantee Trevor. So sorry, let me rephrase. It is still JK season. The Pats almost lost to the Jets last week. Uh, did anybody see that coming? No, don't lie about it. Nobody saw it coming. I don't want anything to do with the Jets either. 
one running back's too old, run running back's too young, no running back's just right. It is. There's no nothing here. Don't expect anything like that from Flacco. I do love Denzel Mims. I actually, I really, really love Denzel Mims. I saw everything I wanted to see from him to make me think that he could be a pretty good man. I'm going back to the Jets again. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep doing this. So for me, Myers. <laughs> for some reason, I thought this was the Jets. Uh, Myers is going to be a guy that I would have a little interest in just because Baltimore, I, I don't, they're going to have to throw, right? So who's going to catch the balls? Baltimore is going to be ahead. And <laughs> Baltimore's going to be ahead. Myers is going to be the guy that probably takes advantage of that. When is Michelle coming in? And what are we going to get to see out of that backfield? So for me, no, give me JK and I'm avoiding everybody else in this game. Andrews is obviously touchdown dependent. If he scores, it's great. But other than that, I don't want anybody. Tom, I mean, what do you think? This is the worst quarterback matchup of the week, I think. Young yeah, yeah. on Lamar. I mean, where are we at? Quarterback 13. Oh, he moved up a point or a place from last week. Still around that quarterback 15 that I thought he was going to be at. This is a guy y'all took round one? People were taking him round one. Come on. He's barely a QB1. He is a fringe QB1, and that's only as of now. He has moved into that place. He was at best a QB19. What's that? Last week he was QB19. There you go. I mean, this is a guy that's at best a QB2. You're you're talking super flex, right? And y'all drafted him round one. He's not hurt. First of all, I – I know you're talking to me. I didn't draft him round one. Not me, bro. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> draft him round anything. I feel though because the leagues I was in, I saw him going round one, round two. Even. I love it. I love it because – How are you going to do it? Yeah. I told y'all it wasn't worth it. You it's did. That's what's so awesome. <laughs> I don't even know. Last week he put up 18.6 fantasy points. I don't even understand how really the math – I mean it's – I guess I get it. But 170 passing yards – 58 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. No passing touchdowns. That's not good. That's not impressive. I get it. It's against Indy, but you go the week before against Pittsburgh, it was 208 yards, two touchdowns, and 65 rushing yards. Not much better. Philadelphia, he didn't really do a whole lot against either. He had two touchdowns, but great. It's He's not playing well. Cam Newton, on the other hand, looks like his arm is about to fall off. It seems like every other throw he makes, his arm's just going to fall out of the socket. I mean, yeah, he managed to beat the Jets last week. Who cares? Any of us three could go on and play against the Jets by ourselves and win. I don't need 10 other guys on the field. I would still beat them. So would these two. It's I'm, not saying I'm, much. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on yeah. Kevin, you're right. No quarterback is worth a first-round pick. Even Patrick Mahomes will get what happened there. He's not playing up to that standard. Quarterbacks don't – you cannot get into quarterbacks first round. I don't care the league you're in. Even in a dynasty, I can't do it. Mm. I, just, I can in dynasty. I can't go first round. Can't go first round. <sighs> I'm with the – I got a running back. Have, yeah. Have but it. regardless of that – there's best believe in a super flex. I'm getting Kyler. Hey, here's the thing. This week, people are talking if Baltimore had Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson, they'd be a lot more confident in them winning a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. And I agree with that. 
Kyler is a far superior quarterback to Lamar Jackson because his legs are not the only thing he has. And that's all Lamar Jackson has. <laughs> done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm scared. That's it. That's all I have. Don't play either of these guys because they all I'm suck. Good on this game. I'm good on this game, yeah. Tom. If you want to move Billy, on. Billy, Ravens 42, Pats 10. I think that could happen. And J.K. scores three times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the J.K. show. It's not the Lamar show. It's the J.K. show. Well, Lamar might have two rushing touchdowns, man. I mean, that is within reason, which would be a good week fantasy-wise. When we're talking simply fantasy, yeah, Lamar might have a decent floor this week. There are a really lot good. of other guys I'd start well over him, though. Yeah, I still don't think like a ceiling. I don't like a ceiling. Yeah. Um, but moving us into the last game of the week, um, Monday night, Minnesota going into Chicago over under 44 and a half. Can we please flex Monday night games yet? I mean, Jesus, that's, this isn't quite as bad as last week's, but this is just bad. Daniel, if you don't know who JK, JK Dobbins, uh, yeah. from uh, Dobbins. Baltimore, Baltimore, yeah, no, Minnesota, Chicago, go LaGrange leopards, then to the big 10 Oh, the Ohio State University, who J.K. surpassed great Zeke Elliott on many school records, and then being an undersized running back, being a guy who shouldn't be in the NFL, got a call from Harbaugh, got a call from DeCoste, said, hey, you want to come play in the NFL? Yes, sir, I do. You going to block for my quarterback? Yes, sir, I will. Let's go. J.K. Dobbins, class act. J.K. Dobbins, elite running back for your dynasty team. You can continue. All right. Let's get it. Let's get All the right. last game. Back onto the terrible game here, Vikings-Bears. Uh, I, oh, I got Dalvin Cook's a monster. Nick Full sucks. <laughs> Those are two true things. Those are two true things. He sucks. I'm sorry. I've I've told you this time and time again. He's not a good starting quarterback. He's the best quarter. Excuse me, the best backup quarterback in the league. He's not a starting quarterback. I'll tell you a million times, and it's always going to come true. Chris, you know the only two things I want to touch on this game is two wide receivers, Justin Jefferson on one side and Darnell Mooney on the other side. I think this should be a pretty fun game. I'm going to go with the under on this game for the 44 and a half. Um, obviously, Dalvin Cook should be eating right. On the opposite side, I don't know what Chicago can really do except for throw the ball. The air yards have been paying off for Darnell Mooney. Um, he goes up against Cam Dantzler, Cam Dantzler and Jeff Glandy this week. So, Darnell Mooney, you should have a heyday, sir. And that's all I got. Mine is more like questioning, is Cook a must-start in DFS even against Chicago's defense? I know I saw Billy talking about Cook leading the league and rushing even after missing some time, which is pretty impressive when you think that Henry hasn't missed any games and Cook is still leading the league and rushing. Like that guy, doesn't everybody kind of expect Henry to be leading the league and rushing at this point? Um, the other question is, is Jefferson a must-start against this Chicago defense? I don't know if y'all are as high on uh, Chicago's defense as I am, but they have impressed me this year. 
is Cook going to go off again with, with this defense? I also think Montgomery is a sneaky play if Chicago's D dominates early and Chicago just wants to run the ball down their throat. I sure hope that he is because Montgomery's let me down the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 well to me he's got a pretty solid floor in this game unless Minnesota gets up early, which I don't see how they can with this defense. I mean, I think Cook's going to eat regardless. But for the first time, I'm not sure I'm going to be using him in DFS just because I hate, hate, hate this matchup. And I think Aaron Jones is healthy, and I like that matchup a lot better. Ryan, dude, I love Kyle Fuller, one of the Bears' shutdown corners. And I think he eats up Adam Thielen. And then Jalen Johnson, dude, not terrible at all in following Kyle Fuller's footsteps. So I did touch on Justin Jefferson just because the SEC LSU – National championship wide receiver should have a good game, but if he doesn't, Jalen Johnson. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. He's the reason why, because he's he's pretty good. Yeah, and, this is a – go ahead. I, oh, I was just going to say there's probably going to be a lot of smack talking between these Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Kyle Fuller, and John, uh, and JJ, right? Just because yeah, I think so. Elite. They're going to be seeing each other for a while in this league. They're all pretty young. Um, but besides that, Ryan, the smack talk that they're doing – you're about to talk about the the belly up bowl. I'm 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 assuming right in the belly up bowl. We've got these channels going on, guys, um, in the sleeper app, and you can get in there. Especially you guys who are leading your divisions, uh, get in there and start talking some smack to these other division leaders that you will see in the playoffs because playoffs are right around the corner, guys, and. As I'm reminding some of you guys, um, Good Time Junkie, Raider Nation, the playoffs are best ball style. It's not head-to-head. So you're you're dominating right now, and we love it because you guys are listening to us, because you guys are friends of the show, and we want to help you win this because we want one of our listeners who is religiously watching us to win our very first belly up poll. But remember, best ball is a little bit different than head-to-head. And there's a lot of trophy smack talking going on there because you're going to win a huge trophy at the end of this season. But, guys, let's commemorate your league winner in the best possible way at Trophy Smack, guys. Use the promo code BELLYUP right now and get a free ring with with your purchase or trophy or belt if you use this promo code today. Ryan, 
We gave away a box last week. Uh, it should be delivering here pretty shortly to one of our listeners. Let everyone know what they should do to enroll in the next giveaway as well. Yeah, I just want to clarify. I was uh, commenting in the chat, and I heard did you did you say that Belly Up Bowl goes best ball in playoffs? Well, I mean, I thought that's what it was, wasn't it? it no. Goes, so what it is here's here's what it is right. So it's I can see what you're saying with that. Yeah. So what it is is once we get to the playoffs in week 15, all 40 teams that qualify, the top 10 scoring teams. So you're right. right it doesn't go head-to-head anymore. But best ball, we're not going to be fixing your lineup to have your best lineup in. Oh, you're that's starting not, lineup. Right. right. I'm not. Right. That's, I was I'm like, wait a minute. Your lineups. That's right. You're right. right. That's right. I'm sorry. Right. You're okay. Right. I got confused. I was like, time out. Because I, I, I was looking down. I'm like, did I just hear that? So, yeah. Uh, what it is is – the top 40 teams, the 10 highest scoring teams out of those top 40 advance to week 16. And then those 10 highest scoring teams compete against each other. The highest score that week wins the whole shebang. So it's, I, I know what you mean when you say best ball, but I was like, wait a minute. I, you're I, right. I, I don't I'm think that's correct. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was like, all right. So without further ado, I know some of y'all just watch for this, but here's our St. Jude belly up ball update in the markets, Russell division. Cast 316, you've been dominating for a while. You had 11.05.28 for the season, and you are the weekly league score, high score with 140.62. Then we move on to another undefeated team. There's only two left. Good Time Junkie from Key Jonna Carter is 9-0 with 1181.86 points, which is the high score of all divisions. Keep kicking butt, brother. You've almost guaranteed your playoff slot at this point. Uh the weekly score, DC Lemons, 2-2-2-2, with a 146.3. Moving on to Lawrence Phillips, Raider Nation, 79. Scott Davis at 7-2 and two with an 1149. That's a high score. And then weekly, you got IGBPV, Run CMC is his team name, and he's a 141.94. Uh, Daniel, I saw you ask where we're from. Me and Pinto are from Texas as well. So back to the, back to the stats. We move on to Money Manziel. Seahawk Mafia at seven and two, leading that division with 1,056.88 points. The weekly high score was CPAT 11 with 154.52. Moving on to Roberto Aguayo, who the division winner is Russ J75, Killer Cardinals. That guy's been kicking butt all year. He's eight and one with 1166.44. And then our weekly high score was the weekly high score of all divisions, DK, or I think it's Dequan 30 at FFDQuan 30 with a 155.84 high score of the week. Congratulations, man. Nicely done. Moving on to Ryan Leaf. Railroad 1231 at 7-2 and 1,094.18 points is leading that division. And the weekly was also Railroad with 137.08. Moving on to the Bods. Shout out Matty Leo across. I hope he's up right now because it's late over there in the UK. Matty Leo leading the division at 8-1 and one with 1175.42. He's only six points out of the highest score total. So keep it up, Matt. Uh, he was also right, the high score quick. this week. Shout out to Matty Leo, too, because he is also co-founder, co-owner, and co-runner of the Dynasty Rider Bowl that a couple of us are in. So great yes. job. I love that. Yes. Loves, Big fan of what they're doing. Uh, love Island, a show that me and him connected on. So, Oh, God. Sorry, Matt. I should have not have known that. I just lost at least five points of respect for Come you. Come on, man. Ian <laughs> Ian's class, class, baby. 
You can't use Love Island and class in the same sentence, bro. It doesn't fit. You have not seen Love Island UK yet. You're right. I haven't seen any Love Island anywhere. No, Love Island UK is way better than (laughs) – I'll believe you because I'm never going to check it out. All right. (laughs) Back to the game. Tim Couch, TK Legacy 15 at 6-3 with 11.02.82. Well done, brother. Weekly – Nomad 1600 at RB Ruzuelas with a 141.46. Moving on to my division, Tim Tebow, we have a new division leader, D. Whitmore, with one of my favorite team names, Scott's Tots. If anybody's watched The Office, you know what that's from. He's 8-1 and one with 1140.92. That's another guy from the UK. Weekly, we have Mailman T6, a.k.a. Storm Chasers, at 137.12. Uh Tony Mandarich, we have JM Bone 19, El Padrino with 7 and 2 with 1149.26. And weekly, we have Steph Lynn, the high scorer, with 142.8. Trent Richardson, the home of our other undefeated team, video game, 9 and 0, 1180.72, less than one point outside of high score. And then weekly, same, he was the high score, 140.92. I have to give a small shout out to my boy 18 and 1, call me great. He has had almost the exact same season as me, and I was teasing him because his name was tripping me up because his team name was 18 and 1 Call Me Greatness, and his name was 18 and 1 Call Me Great. So I got to give a shout out to that man. Uh, it's been fun chatting with you, brother. Last but not least, we have Troy Williamson. The division leader is Mezuar, whose name is Quan Solo. He's 7 and 2 with 936.74. And the weekly high score, who I've said a few times, Tommy Pickles, Triple Eight, 138.8. Guys, it's getting super competitive. It's getting really crazy in this. Really, there is nobody that's actually eliminated from playoffs yet just because you could drop a 200 burger and get right up into that wild card spot. But uh, good luck to everybody except for the people in my division because you should all tank so I can win because obviously I'm going to win. But it's been really fun, guys. I'm loving to chat with all y'all in the chats. It's fun to see who's winning, watching the smack talk going on. Like Pinto was saying earlier, get into the chat room that we created. Uh, it's a fun way to be able to talk smack. I love uh, uh, MJ Gleba was going in there the week after and saying who he liked for that week after the games had already played. That cracked me up quite a bit. But this has been awesome. We're really looking forward to uh, finding out who wins this big contest. Uh, real quick, time before we kick off, Daniel, man, I don't know if you're a friend of the show, if you're just tuning in for the first time. We definitely enjoyed your comments. Uh, yes. up in our DMs, man. You have one team. Let all of our minds over at Belly Up Fantasy help you out and win this league because you're definitely not out if you're losing. And if you're winning, you want to cruise on in there and look at your fantasy matchups in the playoffs. We'll help you out with those waiver wires too, man. Let's look at your team. Let's construct this. And um, let's let's do this together, Daniel. So thank you for tuning in. Guys, starting with you, Tom, uh, where can everyone follow you at? What can they expect from you and how can you help them win? (laughs) Hey, I mean, uh, always follow me on Twitter at belly up Tom. Uh, we always have at belly up football, at belly up fantasy, at belly up sports on Twitter as well. Uh, you make sure you're checking us out. Hey, I mean, my biggest thing that I bring to the table, I think, I think you guys know this by now. I'll bring you those hot takes. I'm going to bring you the guys that they might be a little boomer bust, but it, I think my record and Chris, I think we're, we're working on pulling some of these hot takes. I think we are. 
I think my record's on the winning end there. It sure but, is. It sure is. So we got we got some hot takes that seem like they work out. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me. Where are you at? What are you working on? And you being our lead writer, obviously, pushing out content every week. You can follow me at Real Ryan Hicks. I'm going to be posting the standings to the belly up, the official where everybody's points are and everything tonight after the show. I'm going to be uploading that. Um, I'm also going to be talking about uh, guys that I'm liking this week, not liking this week. I'm kind of changing what I'm writing every week just because I'm getting inspired by different things. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to like the run into the playoffs. Last week I talked about running back situations moving to playoffs. I think this week I may talk to wide receiver, which is probably going to be a pretty big article. Uh, but those are the kind I like. Um, and then you can – Find me in, on Sleeper, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, through Belly Up, anywhere. I love talking football. Daniel, I, lo- I, I would be happy to be a guy you bounce stuff off. You can just send me a text or a, a Facebook message anytime. I love talking football. It's, the, my, it's one of my most favorite things to do. So if you ever have a question or a comment, I'm not going to straight up tell you how to do everything, but I will be the guy that will bounce stuff back to you and let you make your own decision because that's, that's what I like. I like to, to text these guys and say, hey – I'm thinking about this or that. And then from their input, I can better make my own decision. We're not going to be sitting here telling you what to do per se. We're just going to kind of give you a sounding board to be able, like you did in this show right now. This is imagine that the show just keeps going on. We're not stopping. We will continue being like this for the rest of the year. If you've got questions, we're not going to answer them. We're just going to give you all the info that you need to make the correct decision. If you're seven and two, you're doing something right, brother. So you don't need us, but we're just here to help you. Go to eight and two, nine and two, ten and two, eleven and two. Win the ship. That's what we're doing. I, I believe I can speak for everybody else here. All of us have won at l- multiple leagues, if I'm not mistaken. I've won. I've been. You play long enough, you're going to win. But I've won quite a few leagues, and we all have experience. So we'd be happy, man. Oh, not computer elite either, dude. The way these apps are these days, you almost don't have to be. What's the format you use? Sleeper, man. I'll prop sleeper all day. That's my favorite new app. Thank Pitno is the first person that showed me about this this week. I love sleeper app. I've uh, moved most of my leagues over there just because it's pretty uh, It's pretty nice. They, they do a really nice, simple, easy. My uncle doesn't know computers either, and he's doing fine with Sleeper. But, yeah, that's you can follow me there. And, again, all three of us, Billy, who's usually here, man, he's the same way. Holler at any one of us. We'd be happy to talk football with you any time of the day. That's what we're doing, and that's why we do it because we love talking football. And I know there's so many people out here out there like you, like everybody else, who just love talking football, and we're – happy and ready to get involved in that chat and talk about it. Yeah. That's why Ryan set it up because I mean, he loves hearing smack talk and we want to hear from our viewers, right? Because they, I mean, we're not the, we're not the elite guys, right? We're going to help you win your championships, but like everyone's brain working together in a conglomerate effect will help you win. Right. So we want to hear what you have. Obviously if you're seven and two, you're doing something right. So we want to hear your input as well. Um, Ryan, if you could drop a link to the group in the chat room at the end of it, if that would be great, or if you could do that, that'd be awesome for us. Um, everyone can follow me at, at Aggie Kapasig, all one word on Twitter. Um, every week we're doing belly up fantasy live and we try to do a little bit extra on the sides. If y'all are watching the tickers, uh, this week, Billy could not be with us, so I uh, did my top 10s across the board and my top 22 flexes. So go and you can repeat and look at those. 
Also, you can go to our website. Ryan and I will put those out on our uh, Twitter account tomorrow. So you can go look at our rankings for the week leading up to the Thursday night games. And we're ranking everything from standard to half point to full point, flex, quarterback, everything across the board, kickers, defenses. Uh, Last week, I actually ranked the highest amongst belly up fancy guys. So I, uh, I tatted that a little bit between us, but that was only week eight. At the end of the season, we'll see where we all shake out because Ryan is beating me for sure. So, guys, happy Veterans Day. Thank you for being with us. Everyone who is in the chat, everyone who stayed watching us through the two hours, obviously greatly appreciate it. Our sponsors do as well. Belly Up Sports does. Um, but more first and foremost, I do, right? We've been doing this, Tom, for how long? And every week we just keep growing and growing. And it's something that we talk about behind the scenes that y'all don't see. But every week, these comments, these views, we greatly appreciate it, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to keep doing what we're doing and help y'all win some shit. So we'll see y'all next week, right, for week 11. Uh, If y'all have any DMs, any questions, you can always find us. So have a good one, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.